Hello, everyone. Um, before we start this podcast, I just want to tell you guys about Anchor, the Anchor app. I wouldn't be able to make no podcast or tell you guys these great, great, interesting stories without Anchor and its support. So please um, download the Anchor app if you're, you know, thinking about starting your own podcast. Because I can tell you it's been a great experience so far. Now, for this week's story, we're going to tell you about a cabin. Not just any cabin, but a cabin that might give you the fear of your life. Here starts the story. The Devil's Cabin. Written by yours truly, Adrian Shiflett. The year is 1866. My name is Bob Haverty, and I have a story that will blow you away. First and foremost, I must elaborate on the town that I have known to be as Shady Hills, Arizona. Yep, I was born and raised right here in this friendly town. But after the secrets I've uncovered, this town ain't so friendly after all. Let me cut straight to the point of it all. It was a beautiful Sunday afternoon here in Shady Hills, and my family and I wanted to go horseback riding through the back trails of our hometown. It was my cousins, my father, and my mother, and I, all on the same trail, each with our town's trusty steers. Well, about a quarter of a mile into the thicket, Ma pointed out a small cabin jug off the trail. What's there yonder, Bobby? Ma said with a tone of excitement. Bobby, who was my pa, responded saying this. Woman, you know that Corbin used to belong to the Carter's Plantation. A couple decades back, no need to be ignorant now. Ma rolled her eyes in frustration. Well, Bobby, your woman is parched and would lack some water soon. Responding with her arms crossed. Fine, fine. Let's dismount, boys. Tie the steers to the trees and go off and play somewhere while I tend the mall, Paul said. Me and my cousins rushed to tie the horses because we were not interested in any plan, nor our courtesies were, no, no, no. Our curiosities were peaked when Mom and Paul were talking about that old cabin, and we were not going to pass up the opportunity to explore it. My cousin well, up the opportunity to explore. My cousin Sally said, Let's go, boys. The cabin is just that way. So we followed after her, just eager as she was. Once we got close enough, we all gasped because the cabin looked so much bigger up close compared to further away. Well, said Billy, my other cousin who was with, who was of kin to Sally, 
Are we going in the war in or or what? I said follow. Follow after me, guys. As I opened the as I opened the, the termite infested doorway. After an unsettling creak of the door, we peered inside and what we saw was horrific. There was chains on each and every side of the walls, a pentagram carved in the middle of the floor, and monstrous sized handprints which led on the top of the ceiling. Sally gasped and said, what thing could crawl on the ceiling like that? And how, how did it get so big? Before any of us could give a two cents of what was going on, a naked man rushed out of the room in chains, screaming, Run, children! Run, children! The pastor will come for you in his devil-worshiping congregation. Children, run! And we ran, oh, we ran so far. We ran to our father yelling and screaming. We ran faster than a chicken being chased by a fox. I made, I made out just enough to tell that he was a colored man and he was bleeding bad. Ma and Pa were sitting at the riverside when we all came crying and telling another man and his con and telling about the man and his condition. Pa said, Calm down, calm down. Boys, I'll go check it out. Susan, take these kids back home and walk my steer. Ma hung her head and well. Mom hung her head in conditioned fear and said, Come on, kids. Paul will look. As we were headed back, we all heard what sounded like three gunshots. And Ma just said, Keep going, kids. Keep going. Well, we got home and rested up for bed. Paul comes back to the local pasture along with the law. I was scared and confused because the black man warned about the pasture and my dad seemed off while he was with them. Boy, come talk to us for a second, my dad said proudly. I walked over real slow like as I looked at the pasture with fear of, with the fear of God in my eyes. The pastor said this to me. You see, sometimes God lets things happen for a reason, Sonny. And that man in that there cabin was the devil, see? Yes, that's the devil cabin, he said. And the sheriff also spoke, saying, If you stay away from them, they will stay away from you, boy. I said, Yes, sir, in a shaky and scared voice. Now go run along, boy. 
dad said in a stern tone. That I did. Well, this is exactly why I'm writing this story to you now. Because that devil cabin has been haunting my dreams. Not the man in the cabin, but the man who put who put him there. And I'm afraid to say my pa may be one of them. He may actually be the devil himself, along with the pasture and the sheriffs. Oh, what a dark secret this town may hold. And I'm in fear of what might happen to me. Thank you for listening. And that is the end of the story of the devil, Kevin. The story is inspired by my friend Dalton Pretty. We actually have a podcast together called Unusual 2. And he just got them telling me a story about how in his old, uh, his grandparents' old property, there was a cabin that was abandoned. It had a pentagram and everything in it. And he believed devil worship was happening. Um, and it turned out to be a slave house. Uh, as we, uh, he looked at the research for it. Um, yeah, in the 1800s. So I decided to write a short story that I've made up on my own about this devil cabin. And I included different characters, different names. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. This is one of my longer videos, and I hope to make more just like So thank you for listening, and keep on listening more to my podcast. Enjoy.